That's a fair price. Yeah. yeah, hell, you only live once. <laughs> you guys give up? Or are you thirsty for more? Well, I, I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. suggestions but they're not streaming anywhere i'm a broke bitch after christmas so Me too, buddy. <laughs> we had to find something that was streaming somewhere and um, I, I, was it, yeah go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say and so the movie that i ended up choosing um which i had never seen before this is the first time first watch for me so the kind of surprise oh, i always miss this okay yeah i'd never never seen it before and it's 1990s mermaids coming in may from orion home video Ooh, we're gonna play my favorite game who's the worst mother in the world oh now don't tell me let me guess who could it be could it be me charlotte's mother is many things charlotte we're jewish normal isn't one of them okay how do i look like a woman about to go forth in sin oh good exactly the look i was hoping for that's how rachel liked it one two three and that's why charlotte didn't sometimes i feel like you're the child and i'm the grown-up what is this cheese ball pick-me-ups and for dessert marshmallow kebabs don't do anything i wouldn't do I'm trying not to drive too fast. Well, after my mom, nothing seems fast. They have almost nothing in common. Or don't do anything I would. Are you coming home with me? Another night. But there's one thing they do share. Men. You kissed them? How could you do that? 
Well, if I were you, Charlotte, I'd go easy. I know that you're planning a celibate life, but with half my chromosomes, I think that might be tough. Has your mother ever talked to you about sex? Oh, yeah. I can get pregnant if I hang my clothes next to a man's suit. We talk about everything. She's a wonderful mother. Why did you think you were pregnant? You're still a virgin. Trust me, I know about these things. She's doing this because she has a problem. And she's probably too frightened to talk to you. Why would she be frightened? Like mother, like daughter. Maybe your life works for you, but it doesn't work for me. And I want to stay. And do what? Finish high school. Great start. What's your major, town tramp? No, Mom, the town already has one. Share. I don't always know what I'm doing. It's not like you and your sister came with a book of instructions. Bob Hoskins. Do you want to go out someplace? No. I'm fine. <laughs> Winona Ryder. Please, God, don't let me fall in love and want to do disgusting things. Mermaids. I can do my mermaid watch. I'm going to do my mermaid car and hit the mermaid road. And get the mermaid out of here. Uh, yeah, this is a movie I think I, I, I've seen a lot as a kid. Uh, I don't know I've never why. Seen and my um, mom was obsessed with Cher, so that not obsessed, but she loved Cher, Sunny and Cher, and all that. Okay, so that that might be a thing for my mom too, because because Cher I mean, in this Moonstruck movie, I've seen a thousand times. Yeah, I've seen Moonstruck a bunch Fucking of times too. Mask yeah. that mask movie. Oh, yeah, I've seen that a bunch of times too. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really. I, I can see, I well, I can see the appeal obviously because Cher's even though she's like an asshole, like the kids think. Well, she's a great. Actress. Writer thinks she's an asshole. She's a great actor, but also like she's very likable. Like he yes. just works. Oh, in all of her floozy, trashy, trampy, terrible parenting ways, she is very, very like. Yes, I agree. She's a horrible yeah. fucking parent. Agreed, very much so. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and exp- I'm get, explain the plot here. So, yep. uh, an unconventional single mother relocates with her two daughters to a small Massachusetts town in 1963, where a number of events and relationships both challenge and strengthen the family. Yeah, well, shrinking their familial bonds, bonds. But, yeah, but um, yeah, it, it is a really good. It's it's a really good uh, coming of age movie. I'm just I can't believe I missed this back in the day. It kind of surprised me. I'm surprised too. I figured this was one that we had both seen a bunch of times together for some reason. Because you know we see a bunch of these movies as kids, and we never really know what they mean. We just start watching. Right. Just the movie's on. You just watch it. It's like like. Um, like the sort of like I'm trying to think of a movie that we would watch as kids. It's obviously not a kid movie, but for some reason we liked it. You know, right? Like one of these dramas that like like we had no idea what what the fuck was even going on. Like like a few good men. I don't know what the as a kid seeing that like oh, what the fuck is this about? But <laughs> what like, is the movie, truth? But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, um, I mean that's a, I remember watching the firm when I was like fucking five years old. I knew it, it was it's a good movie, yeah. but I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. Yeah, I don't understand. What's up with, why's the guy running all the time? What the fuck? What's the problem? Right. Here? And that's <laughs> apparently who knew that that's just what Tom Cruise does. He's running <laughs> straight into the closet every day of his life. <laughs> you know he is never any grace. That's why he's always running. That's <laughs> why yeah, so he's always running, man. Running from himself. Um, so this guy, uh, the director yeah. here, um, uh, Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin, which um, he's got a pretty interesting directing career, man. Like the Money Pit. Like he directed that, I which love I the, love. Yeah, it's, Money Pit's great. But my stepmother's an alien, which I also love. I, yeah, that's another, I was like, whoa, okay. That's another one that's kind of a terrible movie, but it's one I loved as a kid, so I will always love it. Exactly. And then Made exactly. in America and Milk Money. I remember liking those movies as a kid too, even though Milk Money is crazy. It's, the kids hire a weird, prostitute dude. for their yeah. dad, <laughs> and he weird, marries man. her. Yeah. Fucking shit. Uh, and then to 
basically end out their his career on Marcy X. Like, wow. And I what don't a, remember any of that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that movie at all or the. I, I, I mean, remember he's done a couple TV movies after it, but yeah, that was that was it for actual. Well, Marcy yeah. X was like a theatrical release with like Lisa Kudrow and saying, yeah. Wayne's. <laughs> it's like what? Apparently, <laughs> this guy was an actor in the original Westworld movie. He plays Peter Martin. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I I forgot to mention that too. At first, I thought he had directed it, but no, he just he was acting. He act. Him oh no, Michael wife, Crichton directed it. Yeah, Michael Crichton directed. I, I, no, I'll, I'll, we got to do a, one year, one time, one year, sometime. We got to do like a Crichton like month, and oh, but his dude, directing stuff because like I think people forget about how much he directed back in the day. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize that either. I had no idea that he directed that um, the the original Westworld until like much older, and I got into the TV show. Right. And I wanted to say too, like this cast is fucking incredible. You know, we got Cher, who we've mentioned, uh, Bob Hoskins, of course, the great fucking yep. Shmi, Winona Ryder, Christina Ricci's first film. Uh, Carolyn McWilliams, fucking Paula Plum, Richard McKelvin, Jan Man. Like, these are a lot of old school actors that kind of pop yeah. up in this one, too. Yeah. And they're all great in it. The, everyone, even the the Joe guy, the Michael Shove thing, he plays like the dumbest fucking handyman I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but he's great. He's like, world. he's like, a, like, a, sometimes he's kind of like, um, uh, he's like, like a cross Williams kind of like, um, he looks like a, a, a true cross between Matt, Matt, uh, Dylan, and Matt D- Gil- Williams, Dylan, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, Matt Dillon. Um, he's got some sort of like uh, what's his what's his name? Plays Cyclops. I forget his name. It looks kind of like him. A little oh, bit too. James Marsden. Yeah, James he's Marsden. Also in the Westworld show. Yeah. I, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but yeah, you got this kind of weird. He's just. It's very strange. It's very odd. But, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is and, what it and is. This, you know, this movie is crazy. But I, I do love. I love um, Winona Ryder's narration over the whole time. It's sometimes narrating kind of gets on my fucking nerves, but I think it works well in a movie like this. Kinda I think so too. And I think um, it's a big. I read a little bit about the book. I almost listened to I almost listened to the book. The book's only like four hours long. The book is it's also an adaptation of uh, Petty Dan's uh, book of the same name. Right. Uh, but um, apparently that the the this is pretty much on par with like the narration in the in, the narration and scene by scene in the in the book. So one yeah, of those she, movies. Apparently. And the novelist was very proud of it. She said, uh, "I think it was it was a wonderful experience and a bit overwhelming." She'd be sorting socks on the bed and gets a call like, hey, Barbara Streisand wants to do the movie. I'm like, uh, wow, sure. sure. <laughs> and then Sharon's <laughs> up playing the, the mother. She's like, it was a very, very wild experience. She says, I like the movie very much. The first time I saw it without music, it had a very different feel. It took a while to get used to the soundtrack. When I wrote it, I never thought about music in the background. But now I put the music on sometimes when I clean the house. <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of cool. And the music is good. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's great. I didn't even... Let me see who did the music. It's it's Jack N- Nietzsche, I believe is how you say it, pronounce his name. Say it again. Uh, Jack Nietzsche. It's N-I-T-Z-S-E-C-H-E. Okay, I don't think I've heard of him. I didn't look up what he did, but I mean, he didn't. He did a lot, but I mean, he, oh, wow, he did Revenge. <laughs> the cost. Oh, shit, yeah. Incredible yeah. film. Yeah. Tony Scott. That's a Ken. The Seventh Sign. Yeah, Stand By Me, Nine and a Half Weeks, Jewel of the Nile, a lot of good stuff. Man. So he's got some gems in there. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Officer yeah. and Gentleman. How about that? Oh, wow. That fucking movie got my mom That's another movie, movie I saw when I was a kid. I thought it was a great movie. I had no idea what to fucking talking about, but it's a right. movie I saw. <laughs> I thought you just liked the guy, and it was like fucking meant to be, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to sweep I... a bitch off her feet when I get older. 
I uh, I did read this last night, or uh, Joe told me this last night, uh, that Cher is basically playing her mother in this movie. Cher she, is Winona Wider's mother in this movie. Yeah. No, she Cher is playing her own mother in this movie. Her basically. own mother. Yeah, yeah, I read that in the trivia. I thought that was fascinating. And I'm like, man, like the fact, like, I, this no is wonder Cher is how Cher is. <laughs> I, yeah, I would which is so. great. She's a rebel, obviously. Um, she's no Dottie, but she's a rebel. But like, like the fact that, like, to to like run away, man. Like we were talking about this last night, and, and the fact that, like, you could just this is 1963. This takes place in yes. And the fact that you can just like, you know what, things aren't working out here. I'll randomly point to a and map just leave. and I'll just move there. Yeah, I'll leave. It was so easy to be able to get a new house, a new fucking job, a new everything. Literally, just kind of move into a new whole new life. It's crazy. You can't do that shit nowadays. It's too expensive. Yeah, it takes it, it's expensive. Too expensive. It also takes for fucking ever to do any of that stuff. Right. It's just way too difficult, man. That's why everybody's stuck in a small town or stuck where they're at for so years and years. Yeah. Which is why exactly. I'm glad I got out of Bird City when I did. Right. Uh, I, I and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. and it, it's kind of like, I think, like the, um, what's his name? Like the, the sort of mechanic guy, the, the Joe character, kind of like represents this town. Like, like, it's like nothing ever happens to this town. He's just stuck. Nothing right. ever happened. Like, he was a football college, a football star at one point. And his mom and dad, mom died, then his dad died. And then yeah. this dude just never decided to ever go anywhere. Just, the there's nothing wrong with that. I need to also admit. There's not. No, I agree. There's really nothing. I mean, you've kind of grown up in like the same area pretty much for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? Pretty much to Conroe, then to, you know, from Houston to Conroe to Willis. They're, they're not that, well, Willis, I mean, they're not that far apart, really, you know? So, yeah, for sure. And like, I get that. Kind of same. I know so many friends from back home at Bridge City that still still live there and still stay there. And I get it, man. It just I I had so much other drama going on. I had to get the fuck out. <laughs> and, I, and I understand that away. too. And For you sure. know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the smallest place I ever lived in well, at the time was probably Huntsville, and that it's kind of the same thing. This, this it's so tiny, man. This is like it's just you get burned out. It's depressing. Yeah. Everybody know, knows just, everyone's business. Everybody knows everybody's business and shit. It sucks. And yeah. Um, and I feel like it, in this one, it's it shares fault for every time they have to move. It is. Yeah, it is. Fucking her boss. And then is mad that the boss is not going to take her on a trip. He's going to take his wife. His wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she just moves again. Like it's, it's crazy. It, your it your daughter is going through along some, with him. Right. And you, your daughter's going through some extra crystal crisis or whatever about uh because you you seem she sees you about as some God, sort of it's like the biggest thing to have a crisis about too you know? it is bizarre <laughs> i don't know but then like if she's still fighting that and like, no i obviously we're not we just, we were men uh we're not women uh it the, the the fact that every little thing like that would stress you out so bad so badly yeah. and so uh, uh so deeply i mean it's kind of a nightmare I would not know how to deal yeah. with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's obviously a, a completely different perspective. I would never understand, but I try to appreciate because, you know, I respect women. <laughs> I so can, do I. Yes. I can never in a billion years be able to imagine what their experience and perception is on the world. Absolutely not. I, I do love but the it scene. Rough. It is very rough. Yeah, um, I do love the scene where uh, when a writer uh, character um, Charlotte goes to. Kind of like sneaks into like that, um, I guess the nunnery or whatever you want to call it, um, and sees the nuns playing horseshoes. It's a fun. It's like a really like kind of really interesting scene. Like like 
I agree. It shows him dehumanizes him. It does, but like it's it, it also t- she just shows you more how much miserable uh, that life is. Like <laughs> the horseshoes, that's the jam, right? And then to have like it's because I can't help myself because we're kids of like the me and you are both kids from like the late eighties to early nineties through mostly nineties stuff. And you can't help but think about fucking Sister Act and how Sister Act, like, oh, cool. go over me that shit cool. Like, it was fun. I but, like, how miserable kids. that was. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, exactly, yeah. right? Sister Mary Clance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember um, seeing those in theaters, both of them, yeah. Oh, you saw both of them in the theater? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. First one in the second. The first one uh, we saw in theaters, it was uh, Kyle went and saw uh, Star Trek The Undiscovered Country. Because that was out at the same time, which he fucking lets his favorite one to this day. He got to see it. It was his first movie he saw by himself, which I think is pretty cool. Nice, nice. And then, um, oh, wait, I'm just going to cookies with that's Shatter's fucking Shatter directed that one, right? I have no. The one Shatner directed was the bomb, the fifth one. Whatever the last <sighs> one is. Yeah, I, Undiscovered I Country. Undiscovered Country. Or, or whatever it is, yeah. The sixth Sh- one is the one he saw in theaters. Okay, that's a great one. That's a good, I that's, said the that's fifth one. I meant the sixth one. That's the Nimoy directed one, yeah. No, they got back the guy who did Khan. Nimoy oh, you're did, right. You're uh, right. Three yeah. and four. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. Um, uh, but that's that's insane. Because I, I I remember I got uh I got <laughs> as a kid I got ki- I got uh, Sister Act on VHS as a kid. <laughs> Which I thought oh, was yeah, awesome. So yeah, we we yeah, we we bought the shit out of that. Like oh my god, it, like that. That whole final sequence when they're singing and shit, that shit gave me goosebumps as a kid in the theater. I don't even fucking believe. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. What a great flick. Gotta do this someday. Um, and like this one is as well, too. Like I feel like this one to me is just a really great coming of age story. It gives me a lot of vibes of that Kathy Bates movie where she's got like 13 kids and having to build a house out in the middle of fucking snow and it burns down or whatever. You know what movie I'm talking about? Oh, what's that movie? Yeah, I wanna know what that movie Kathy is. Bates. Oh, oh, God. I'll find it. Hang on. But I, but I it's do a, agree with you. I think really it is a it, sad fucking movie. Yeah, it sounds really fucking sad. Oh yeah. Um, but this is this is a really good coming of age story. It's got a great. I think um, like the the introduction and the, the the fact that they had the wherewithal to to cast Bob Hoskins in this role um, really goes a long way, in my opinion, for this movie. Um, yeah, it's such a likable person, um, a regular person. And also sort of like sometimes kind of like a alien because like he's like he's so tripped tripped out because like this woman is like just speaking her mind and he's being honest with him the whole time. And he's just like, whoa, oh, he's tripped fuck? out that she's attracted to him. Yeah, he's attracted <laughs> to him. Yeah. And she tells him you're a, you're an attractive man. He's like, whoa, I, I, what? Like, this is really confused. by it's, it's a, a home of our own is the name of that movie. Sorry. Good. Oh man, that's a, that sounds that sounds depressing. <laughs> I'm <not gonna> lie. <laughs> I remember watching it with my friend Charlie Sullivan, and I was like, "God damn, it's fun." It, it is. It is very depressing, but it's it's still a good movie. I think Edward Furlong's. Yeah, Edward Furlong's in it. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah. Well, I have to look for it now. I, I gotta watch it to report back to you. It's good. It's it's just it's a tearjerker. Bring the Phoenix. River Phoenix is in it. I don't know. I'm trying to. My computer is going super fucking slow. I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, Edward Furlong, Kathy Bates. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I don't <laughs> see River Phoenix. Okay. Michael Flynn. Flynn. Michael Flynn. Okay. Yeah. Not the general. That cocksucker. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. It's a movie you definitely want to check out. I'll check it out. Luckily, we get to grow up with a lot of those like really depressing, sad, 
movies like that. I, I feel like they're just preparing us for life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's you're just, right. <laughs> you don't own anything. Your owners own you. <laughs> yeah, they true. live as a prophecy. Yeah. You know, I do find yeah, it interesting movie. though. I do find it interesting that um, uh, so when uh, Charlotte moves goes to her, her brand new school, right? Um, I was expecting more of like bullying at the school, but she kind of fits in pretty quick in a way. Yeah, no, I agree. Which I I like. Which, I mean, we didn't have to go through that sort of rigmarole of like you know having the like all the bully girls or just bullying the new girls. She just kind of looks like everybody else. Right. I agree, and I think it's it's kind of very well touched upon too in this movie too. Like, because I mean, she she is not an outcast in my opinion. She feels like she's an outcast because of how her mom is and how right her mom fucks up everything in their lives. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, also fa- you know, yeah. I'm just saying, like her, her sort of her her decision with fashion, with the sh- with the boots, and how her mom kind of like looks down on her on the boots, and like I get you new boots, but she's like I'm comfortable. This with kid's boots. trying to be a nun and all that shit. Right, right. Um, but I, I I do find that interesting, and I, it's a it's a really cool dilemma. Like I think it's this um not dilemma, but like, sort of dynamic. But like um the 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 fact that there are scenes in here that kind of remind me of like Little Miss Sunshine, and um, I can see that. For me, it's, it's some like Wes Anderson stuff. Still Magnolia vibes and yeah, like kind of that whole fried green tomatoes feel. Right. Is it the whole scene with with um, with Charlotte with Wes her, Anderson with, vibes? You get that? I don't get that at all. Do what? West. You said Wes Anderson vibes. I don't get that. Well, just the, the sort of quirkiness of the sister and how like she wants to like hold her. She wants to beat the time limit in the tub with holding her breath. Oh, try to feel trying like to drown herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just felt like a Wes like, Anderson sort of deal. Oh, I see what you mean. That's cool. I agree. And that whole scene's really great too. Just hur- hurl your breath, and the camera th- kind of—it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And then like, like I'm all uh, there, like, oh, 38 seconds short. <laughs> <laughs> 38 seconds a long fucking time. Um, no shit, especially when you're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> and like the the fact that like uh, Cher talks to the um, uh, the Joe character, and she's like, she uh, she mentions in the kitchen while she's smoking. He's like. He's twenty. He's twenty three, and he's cute as a button. And she's like, and Charlotte's like fifteen 26. here. Yeah, twenty six. Like, twenty six. Twenty six yeah, is what she's because I wrote that down. It's like, God damn, mom. And she's just like, Hey, if you think you can pull it off, maybe try to pull it off. If you if you don't, I will. Yeah, <laughs> sure what shares and lying, which kind of comes to fruition. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, uh, the, 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 I love the um, the idea of uh, the, the two girls. They've been well, you know, Charlotte's been like the responsible one because obviously she's the oldest, the, the oldest sister. But like the fact that she decides to like, fuck it, let's just get drunk and have fun. Like, because my right. mo- mom's never here. <laughs> it's a, it's um, and they go outside. They they watch like the skies, and I forget, I forget what the it's a good scene though between them, and yeah. Uh, I, you know, I never really experienced anything like this as a kid. My parents were pretty much always kind of they went out every once in a while. I did watch my sister, but like they're always they're they're always there. But like it was, it's, it's pretty interesting watching a movie like this and sort of kind of. My parents would kind of leave my brother to watch me, but he was you know four and a half years older than me. Right, and then we right. would just be like, watch the most fucked up shit on HBO we could find, <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. or like whatever the like like we were partners in crime at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, my sister would. Um, she just stay in her room. She would never really come. She didn't come up very much. She, well, you know, she just 
come out and get something to drink or eat or whatever. But like right. but at this at this point, our our dad had taken the doors off our bedroom, so like <laughs> it's like, hey, I see you. You look okay. You're fine. Uh, but, <laughs> right. Yeah, but it, it is I mean, pretty fascinating. Yeah, and this movie has so many great lines, dude. I swear to God, like right at the beginning, whatever fucking Winona Ryder's talking to her mom, shares like, how do I look? She's like, like a woman about to go forth in sin. <laughs> go like, forth in sin. Ex- that's the exact look I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just so many great one-liners like that throughout the whole film. There, I wrote none of them down, but there, there are a lot of good lines. Never a, in my life have I ever wanted to hit a woman like I want to hit you right hit now. Hit you like, right damn now. Bob. Great. Damn, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> and nice. he's right because what she said was fucked up. But you never what? put your hands on a woman, no matter what. No. And the the, the sort of the this the um, I mean, do you really? I mean, the ending is the. I mean, we'll get we'll talk more about the ending, but I want to. I just want to mention this now. Like, do you really think she learned anything by into this movie? Like, I know she, she learned shared? something. Yeah, sure. No, I was surprised that she stayed with Bob Hoskins. Yeah, I was surprised too. I, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I but I was like, like I, I, I kind of guessed it in the movie, or like I could see it in the movie, but like I would be surprised for the rest of the life or for the rest of their life if they stayed together. Right. Yeah. I just don't see her. She just doesn't want that kind of comfort space. She wants her own fucking, she has to be in control of everything around her at every point in time. She has to be the master of her, the master, you know, of her own domain and her own life, um, and her own decisions. I guess I do find it kind of interesting. It's almost kind of like a um, a plot twist, um, where the or like that really uh, pretty heavy scene ends, and then like it fades out, and it goes it goes to a car, a station wagon driving, and it's you see Bob Hoskins. Uh, no, you don't see Bob, Bob Hoskins get out just yet, but you see like Cher and the girls get out. And then Bob Hoskins is out of the car. Like, oh, well, like they're together. All I do is go see this, like ba- the baseball um, Hall of Fame thing. And right after that scene, Cher and the family are right back. They're still in their own house. And Bob is, a, or not Bob. It's not, I don't think it's his name in this movie. I keep wanting to call him Bob, but Lou. Joe. Lou. Oh, okay. Joe, yeah, uh, Bob, uh, Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is his name, uh, no. but he, he's living in his own place. But like, I just, I find that fascinating. And how much like, uh, um, how much he does for the kids and shit too? Like, he yeah, puts in an effort. He does. Room like, into an ocean and then share, like breaks up with them because of it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like that's, he, that's he the, paints the room. He makes that, the mind of, yeah. makes that cool like light thing and like the streamers and stuff. And that's all. He like, turns a room into the ocean or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that stuff she was really, does not like it because she no, can she feel like, it. She feel he's making the, the effort building. Yeah, <laughs> and she didn't like that. She's not used to that. She doesn't want that. No, she lies to herself and says she does, but not really. No, yeah, I, I agree. Probably feeds sure. off the instability and trauma. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't, you know, I wish I, I would have listened to the book. I, would, I, I, but I would, I would assume they probably don't get too much deep into that. But like the fact of with her background, we have enough of her background that we don't have to ever know like what mar- dude she was married because we get all the the sort of, um, the, I guess like five second background with her and talking about like, I just met this guy for one night and that was it. And yeah, I took no photos. I took no photos at the, at the wedding, you know, and the, the who fact even that knows how true that is, you know, that could just be yeah, her who knows? perspective. And, yeah. But I, I, I do unreliable narrator, unreliable narrator, but I do love the, the one of my favorite parts of this movie though, for like some sort of quote unquote backgrounds or flashback 
the whole scene where uh, the dad, quote unquote, gives Tiny One Owner Rider a uh, pair of like solar glasses, look up at the at the solar eclipse. Right. It's a cool scene. You it see, is. like it's, it's awesome. Head, it, like his head lift up, and all you see is like under his like the the nose down part of his body, which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah, I did too. It's it's so well shot, and and also just no, you know, put these on something like it's just, or dotted. That's just the way the way it's delivered and the way it's shot looks incredible. I would agree. Um, let's see what else? I wrote no notes for this movie, so I'm going off memory. Uh, I know, yeah, me too. There's a um, the whole scene inside of the um, the high school, and him Bob Hoskins getting to no share now. Let me ask you a question. They it's don't, like I don't a meet your teacher thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like a meet your teacher thing. I'm pretty sure Bob Hoskins is their teacher. I I was confused about she that. Fucking know. him, the teacher, like she <laughs> fucked the principal and the boss and everyone else beforehand. Yeah, because like so Bob Hoskins runs a, a shoes shop, right? What I thought he was a teacher. Is he? He runs a shoe shop in here. It's a big part of the movie. Um, I guess he, I missed that entire thing. He's Fuck. he's just at the school hanging out, and I'm like, and then she asked, oh, she asked him at some kids, point, I, or I guess his, but he doesn't have kids, so why would he be there? All these kids are growing and out of the house. <laughs> well, I was asking Joe, me and Joe were asking ourselves the same question. I'm like, like, why is he here? Is he like, is he like uh, fixing? Is he like working on the basketball team's shoes, or what's he what's he doing here? He's, he never explains huh. why he's there. He's just there. Because <laughs> like, yeah, especially when he sees the kids, like, where's your mom? Like, he's already ready to see this. Bombshell he's heard about all around town. I assumed he was the teacher. No. Wow. It's weird. I guess in the movie it's supposed to be serendipitous or something like that, but I it's it's I find it stranger than There's anything else. Not a lot of serendipity <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> but I, hear you. I mean, yeah, I guess it ends on a good note, but it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, no. They're, they're back to dancing and, and laughing in the kitchen, but like Nothing has really changed that much. It seems kind of bleak still, even though you're having a good time. Seeing them have a good time, it's probably not a great time. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I like this too. Apparently, the um, Johnny Depp was dating Winona Ryder when this film was filmed, oh, and um, this is where he met Christina Ricci. So whenever that's why their chemistry is like non-existent in Sleepy Hollow, because like you know he, he views her as like his little oh, baby kid. sister. Now now they got to make out in Sleepy Hollow, you know when he's like oh, fucking my... twenty years older, fucking weird, God. right? Wow, Mikey's and if you look at it, they one. never oh, really shit. do make out. He's like because you have bewitched me, and they like could do a little hug Whoa. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucking weird. I didn't. I, I have no yeah. idea why they did not Holly cross weird. my Holly weird last night. <laughs> Holy Holy weird. Shit, that's fucking and weird. I remember reading that in the trivia for Sleepy Hollow whenever we did that movie. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, that's yeah, that's gotta be so fucking strange, man. It's so bizarre. You know, and like you think about that, there's so many times you'll see in a in a movie that, you know, and, and they look, they do they do a great job of making it look the part, but the daughter is like maybe you know, ten years younger than their father, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> or vice versa. Crazy. <laughs> Wow, that's I gotta tell you about that afterwards. Wow, that's yeah, it's, it's interesting, and I gotta weird. say, Cher is fantastic in this movie. Not only Absolutely. just from a, just from how just goddamn gorgeous she is. She is just like a yep. just a beacon of style, so to speak. I would agree. Um, damn, she's great. Her her acting also is like this might so sound real. old. It feels but like so, seamless. It feels so natural. It does. That, that, that's like she was meant to be on camera. She really was. 
Yeah, for like for real. Like, like I mean, it's amazing that she just gets into this thing and she just works immediately. Like you like her immediately, even though she's a and piece of shit. <laughs> and yeah. But and I, mean, I like, think that's an overarching theme in the film, you know? Well, she's I, a piece yeah, of shit. But she is somewhere deep underneath all of that narcissism. She is a really good person. Yeah, yeah. And it comes out briefly in moments, but the all her shit side comes out far more. Well, I would yeah, I would totally agree with that too, for sure. I mean, like basically got like the best guy she probably ever could have gotten ever. And Treats him like kind of dog shit a lot of the time here and there. And then at the one point at the New Year's New Year's Eve party, where he's dressed and looks almost just like Shmi from Hook, <laughs> which he's also in. Um he, no, it's great. It's great. Uh but his whole one like pirate like, to the most iconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, um I couldn't get over it. He looks like Shmi. <laughs> but um um he like basically leaves her hanging at the end. I, I love that. It was a great yeah, scene. Fucking boss move. It, yeah, it's really boss move for sure. Coming on me, actually, no, bitch. You fucking you, you ripped my heart out. You literally stomped on it and blamed me for trying to take care of your children. Yep. <laughs> it's like, nah, bitch. Yeah, I like that too. That's that's a fucking boss move. That's how you gotta it be, is. man. You gotta you gotta have some self dig- dignity and self respect. Agreed. And I, I mean. It, it never comes off malicious from uh, Bob Hopkins either. This it comes yeah, off like, like an actual you, human. If, if yeah, I'm a person. I care about you, but I'm not going to be toyed with. Yeah, exactly. And I, I also like the. Um, I do love the scene where um, he has breakfast with them in the house, and like they all have their own place to stand and sit. Oh yeah, I, and, do too. I love it. And that's like I kind of that was kind of like my family too. Like no joke, like we never really sat down at a dinner table. Like like we had a dinner table, but like like I could be sitting at the dinner table by myself. Uh my dad could be at the bar eating. And my mom could be at the uh the island. We had an island too at way back in the day. Uh, and my sister could just be in her room. Every once in a while I'll come out and eat, but like, yeah, we never really sat down too much as a family to eat dinner. And it, yeah, for me it was different at different places we went. Like my okay, mom's yeah. and my, my mom's mom, there's a big giant fucking table that they, they would all sit at, and then the kids had their little table. But when my to my nana's in um, Dallas, it, it was the same situation you're describing too. We just kind of eat wherever the hell we wanted. <laughs> right, right. You know, and with you know with Joe's family, it's, it's uh, everybody sits around the table. So I mean, right. it's a, it's it's not a it's obviously to me. I never I, I never ever did, but like it was it's it's it's, it's a game one of those sort of like kind of things. That you notice uh, in a sort of tale like this growing up and just seeing how you see parts of your own life in these people's lives. And that's what always makes it like you kind of right. you understand them better yeah, in ways. I agree. There's a deeper kind of building of a relationship there for sure. Now, I forgot all about the whole Christina Ricci uh, falling in the water thing. Wow. <laughs> like I said, this is the first time watching me and you could see it coming. It's so fucking oh, telegraphed. Yeah, it's you ridiculous. You know, but like, it's also kind of dumb. Like, it feels feels very yes. forced, that whole sequence. It's only because she's trying to do the devil's business up there in the fucking clock tower or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I get it, like, you know, what the metaphor is, but it's so kind of trite. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, and just the sort of this, 
you know, this thing that she loves more than anything else is to swim and then obviously have her to be drowned. Well, she doesn't drown, but to be drowned in water. She almost does, yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's just like, oh, I don't. Be a mermaid, she just fucking dies in a goddamn river. Maybe don't try running across the fucking thing on this swampy little, terrible beaver-built fucking bridge you're standing on. I mean, you know, it, like, it, yeah, well, I agree with you, but it's also when Riders fought. She got her drunk and like went up to have fuck this dude. <laughs> this dude is like 30, 20 years old than she is. Yeah, it's right. like, oh, here's some wine, you'll be fine. <laughs> Almost dies. <laughs> I mean, there's even scenes in here where, like, I love the fact that, like, Bob Hoskins is so like loose that Lou, he's just so worried about her, and you can tell that like, he's already fallen in love with her too. Uh, uh, the Christina Richards character, and the fact that he oh, he's yeah. the one waiting for the phone call, he picks it up immediately. He says, "Hey, she's gonna she's gonna make it. It'll be fine." Right. But like, I you can see how much the man is he's like invested in this family. He loves his family. And right. I, you always, for me while watching, I was like, I was really wishing that we'd get more Bob Hoskins that would talk to the girls sometimes. Uh, right. But I, you can tell at times, there's parts of the movie where you can tell where he's just like, I know it's, I know it can't be from me. It's got to be from you. Share character, share his character. And right. I really like that. It's again, very relatable. And he's right. Like, this, really this is a fucking reciprocal thing. Relationships are two way streets. This guy has gone, and like he even says it, he's gone above and beyond to prove he gives a fuck about this family. And of course, Cher, who wouldn't? Cher's a knockout in this film. Good God. Oh, yeah. Mike, 11 out of 10, my friend. Like, oh, like yeah, that fucking boosted up to 12. Like, it's incredible. And, and to be honest with you, man, growing up, I never got the Cher hype. You know, like my mom loved it. Everyone I knew. But man, after seeing it tonight, I fucking get the Cher hype. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost yeah. a goddess on earth. I think my it's, only Cher hype was that music video where she's like on that battleship if I could die, my yeah God. that was oh like whoa my share is like super hot <laughs> i was like that's all i yeah, got she's wearing like a thongless fucking yeah fish like, nets like and all that yeah, great yeah great fishnet stuff. stuff yeah i love it too because apparently with the recording of that song she hated the fucking song her producers literally <laughs> and the songwriter i think it was diane warwick real famous um 70s okay. singer yeah. Um, she, she had to beg share literally beg her like i swear to you this is going to be a hit Recorded it, nailed it on the second take, apparently. Really? And then wow. Was, yeah, nailed it the entire song on the second take recording. And then fucking, of course, the, you know, the rest of history. That was like her big comeback kind of Blew up. solo yeah. release post shown, uh, fucking Sonny and Cher. Yeah. Yeah, that that that, that video was like cemented like in our, our, our childhood. Like it's a, it was a huge video back then. And it's a huge song, obviously. So, um. But yeah, I mean the the, the movies. Um, it, it's a nice splice of life, uh, growing uh, uh, coming of age flick, and um, it's I don't know for me I think it's pretty like uh, besides you know you're saying before about the sort of like the the uh, uh, this like that you can see what's coming with uh, Christina Ricci's character she's going to fucking fall in the water it's that nighttime she's gonna about to get fucked or possibly raped by. The guy who brings the bell <laughs> in the town, um, but like, like, I think it's a pretty flawless movie. Really. I agree. I agree. And like all that shit is very scary, very wonky leading up to yeah. all that. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I agree. It's 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 a really good movie. For me, it's easy seven out of ten, and that's not to dig at it hard, but like, it's just like, man, I don't think I'm gonna be rewatching this often. <laughs> you oh know no, I mean? not me either. No. But you know, it's a good movie. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I saw it. 
Yeah, and I, 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 I'm just glad that we did it. That's all. That's my because it was my my original pick when we were talking about. Well, besides uh, Strange Days, which we'll eventually get to Strange Days because we need right. all three be there for Strange Days. But, that, but yeah, have a DVD copy. That's it. Yeah, uh, but like, like it was, it was just a movie that like we have we we had to talk about eventually because it's a, such a different movie from compared to what we usually do, we do. You know, so um, and. It was cool to go back to it and watch it again because I haven't seen it in so long. And I just, I love the cinematography, I love the direction, I love the acting, right. I love the music. Um, and even though the ending of the movie maybe not be flushed out, who knows what happens to these these people uh, at the end. But, you know, I mean, it, I mean, Patty Dunn could have wrote a sequel to this book back in the day. I don't know. But. I have no idea. You have no idea. I didn't look that. I didn't go that far with it, but like, I mean, it's also pretty cool to see. Like, this is like just off, but like, like this sort of like see Halloween back in '63, like all those costumes and stuff too, and how probably hot oh, and gross they were. <laughs> like, oh, dude, can you imagine? Like, oh god, just the thick fabric too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Cher yeah. getting all the kids toothpaste. Like, what an asshole! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it does fit her part. Yeah, um, but I think it's it's a really well. Um, it's a movie that makes you feel that you, um, if, if the, the family feels lived in, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It, it feels like a real family. It feels like the Murtaugh family. It gives you that so same it feels, kind yeah, of. Yeah, feels like the Murtaugh family. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like the Murtaugh family, and that, that's a rarity. And, and you, you barely see the Murtaugh family. Really, you think of, I mean, like you know, in scenes and shit here, right. you see them a lot more over the course of four movies. Right. But yeah, you're right. But that that initial relationship is always there. Just like in this, you can tell they they feel like a family. Yeah, and, and you can a, tell they, yeah, a real family. A real yeah, like a real family. It, it, it's that's a um. I think that's a that's a pretty uh, um uh, incredible feat to accomplish because you know we've seen lots of movies with families in them, and most of them don't feel like families. But I mean, for me, I'm right. with you. The Murtaugh family is is the greatest movie family of all time. Oh yeah, for no me. Doubt. Uh, apparently but, there I mean, was a lot of drama behind the scenes on this before we get off um share went through two to three directors it was supposed to be some guy's american debut some french guy and then it get got kicked to frank oz and then he quit because what? of share and it came to this guy oh share is apparently a fucking nightmare to work with oh and wow then, um, i mean frank oz yeah, is an awesome director so yeah he, well, he, no, he, he quit yeah wow um, and then also apparently emily lloyd had already been cast in the role and guaranteed the part before Cher came and came on, Cher didn't like her because she was had blonde hair and said that no one ever believed that um, that she would be Cher's daughter in the movie. So Renona Ryder was cast and she was fired. She sued the production company, won three or won four hundred twenty five thousand dollars and two point five percent of the film's earning gross. It's <laughs> like good for you, bitch. Yeah. bunch of drama. Wow. That's how I ended the episode with motherfucking bombs. <laughs> Holy shit, God damn. Yeah, crazy. Fucking crazy, man. Oh my god. Hollywood. That's... It's it's a business, man, first and foremost. It's a business, dude. Well, it is, it, it, again, we everything said, is. I know. I, I I agree. Um uh besides this podcast here, we just have a great time talking exactly. about Exactly. Uh but I, I it blows my mind. It's it, it's always almost it's almost always like that, sadly, right? Like this is like like the movies that you this you feel are that are like like a, 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 a real family, you feel like a sense cool. of like like yeah. people who've lived in this world who know each other, love each other, and you go back, you go back in the in the background, and it's just like they're all assholes towards each other. It's <laughs> it's like, what the more fuck? Hollywood heartbreak from that. Emily Lloyd, 
who was originally cast in this, she gave up the lead part in Pretty Woman to be in this movie, and then wow. wasn't even allowed to be in the film. <laughs> wow. got, got fired anyway. Like, God damn. Holy shit. And that dude. launched Julia Roberts' career. That's insane. It's insane. It's insane. The little things, man. Flip of a fucking pennies everywhere. You know what I mean? It's nuts. <laughs> fucking nuts. Wow. That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, but I still love this movie. I mean, like I said, easy seven out of ten for me. Um, something that I'll probably rewatch with my mom at some point, maybe, but like probably not gonna be on my rewatch. Oh, list. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. just because it's depressing. For sure, for sure. But it but um, it is a very heartfelt movie. It is, it is. I uh it is there's a lot of great there's a lot of great character moments in it. Um I forgot to mention real quick that the the whole moment where Renata Ryder goes up and puts a blanket on Cher and she's still dressed in the spatula and the little right. full crown, which is a great a really great scene. And she looks at her for a long time and like um the fact that like you know Bob Hoskins just left her on the couch to fall asleep because he did his terrible painting of her, <laughs> which is I still love the oh, fact yeah, that it was it, awful. <laughs> so yeah, awful. but I love that. I love the moment of uh, also Christina Ricci like uh, fake shaving her her beard with Bob Hoskins. It's a great moment, but that was great. Yeah. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of great stuff in this film, and yeah, I recommend anybody go watch it um, if they have it's HBO a, Max. Yeah, I would agree. It's a it's a fun movie. I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty good holiday movie too, for the most part. I agree. So. I I one hundred percent agree. Holidays always get you in the feels, and that's exactly how it's going to be with this one. That's right, and I will say that Christina Ritchie looks exactly the same today. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, right. It's it's kind of cr- it's uncanny. It's weird. It really is. It's very strange. Like, it, like it's like looking at Macaulay Culkin. It's like he looks kind of old, but he looked kind of he looked kind of the same. <laughs> so weird. Right. Shit. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> don't get it. Um, but uh, thanks everybody for listening, Mike. Thanks for watching this movie, man. It was, it was a cool going back in time. Well, go back in time. I put that that song at the end of the episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. We gotta go back. Um, it was it was really cool to go back and watch this again, and, I, and Joe's never seen it before, so it was, it was really cool to watch it with her. And uh, I oh, one more thing before Joe off here, I have to mention this because it's a great scene in the movie. Uh, there's a scene where um, Charlotte Charlotte makes out with Joe, and she thinks she's pregnant, which is pretty hilarious, and it gets <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking funny. So that, me and Joe have laughed All a lot. Right. It was it was a pretty amazing scene, but you got to you have to see it to believe it, and. There's also a pretty great moment in here where they talk about loss, about like when Kennedy is killed in this movie, he's killed around this time. And that whole oh, yeah. thing's pretty yeah. fantastic. So, yeah. But um, I agree. Yeah, I'm with Mike. I, I mean, we give it, a, I probably give it an eight, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on par with Mike. So, but yes. um, yeah. seven, eight solid scores for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so HBO Max, um, I'm pretty sure it's uh, ready to, re- readily available to run on Voodoo if you want to run it up there. Uh, but just a fun splice, uh, splice of life sort of flick, and or slice of life sort of flick, and check it out, man. It's, it's just a, a little you know. bring us into the new year. It's a cultivating kind of moment, or you know, a very important moment in the film with New Year. So, like, happy yeah. New Year, guys! Hopefully next year, let's just try to focus on loving each other around us, yeah. and not being a piece of shit. Yeah, and fucking nice. For Christ's sakes, we have to remember empathy. <laughs> yes, we all live yeah. here together. Just try please, to be better, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike said the best. There it is. So um, we'll we'll talk to you guys next time. Please have a ha- have a happy new year. Don't be a piece of shit. Take care of each other out there, and we'll talk to you very soon. Later. Get a designated driver. Peace. Hey, 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 hey. If you wanna be having fun the rest of your life.